Hello and welcome to this special episode of Irreligiosophy 2.0, the one true podcast. Tonight's podcast comes to us courtesy of listener Matt Yarbrough, who did uh, one of three people to do a supercut of all last year's episodes in no particular order. This is the first one we're going to listen to. If you listen to the show, you've probably uh, heard a lot of stuff before, so maybe, uh, you know, just, uh, I don't know, play it in the background, introduce a friend. <laughs> Do whatever you like. Anyway, on to the supercut. I love dicks. The Reverend Terrence McAllendon was not on duty, right? He wasn't serving in his capacity as a priest when he uh, allegedly molested the victim on several trips to Delaware in the 1980s. Almost 800, the bones of almost 800 babies were discovered uh, buried in a mass grave in Ireland near a home for unmarried mothers run by nuns. Oh my God, the winner's Daniel Johnson. Who? What? What? I don't know. And I could tell that you were never Mormon because uh, you were pronouncing all the names incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually been uh, a bit of a controversy. So a lot of the listeners of the show have written in that they think it's the funniest part about the show is how I butcher all the names. Well, but then other people, other people write in and say, like, it's Lamanite, for God's sake. Stop saying Lamanite. Yeah, you got to take a drink after every yay, and it came to pass. So Be careful. I'm drinking right now, so. Be careful with that. Drinking I know. Time. I've told people. <laughs> I've told people that do not do this with shots. This is definitely a beer or wine game. <laughs> Preferably watered-down Utah beer. But you remember this, or did I do this episode with you, Matt? I can't remember if it was you or Layton, where you see, look at the Leahona. I, I can't believe you just said that. I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving. Well, I think we're contractually obligated to say penis in every episode now. Do it. Do you remember when we were complaining that we got no reviews about the sound of our voice? I remember that. I was always saying that, like, nobody ever comments on the sound of my voice. Just the two sexiest voices on the air, basically. A five-star review by Suze. I've listened to this podcast in 2011, and what keeps me coming back is Chuck's super sexy voice. I can't actually hear Matt's voice because it's too high-pitched, but my dog gets excited whenever he talks. So I've always assumed he has a sexy voice, too. How about that? Hey, dogs, dogs like me. Sexy <laughs> voices. Dogs and ducks, I think. Sexy dogs. I get along with them well. We uh, we hang out, you know what I'm saying? I get don't know. And on the seventh day, God created the corpse penis. <laughs> I do not fuck dogs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Shall we dick some skunks? Yes, let's get dicked. Yeah, so Thomas Hammer. Thomas the Hammer Hammer. And he's an Orange County, uh, this is in California, elementary school teacher. Uh, saw some skateboarders. By the way, in front of a, in front of a skate shop. Nice. <laughs> They're in front of the skate shop. 
Nicely done. And he, uh, he went over, yeah, he went over and uh, took their skateboard away, tried to throw it on a, on a balcony. Uh, but he had this to say, when I stepped in, I felt compelled by a, hour, by a higher power. Honestly, honestly, have, he's saying honestly now. Have you ever been grabbed by the Lord in a way you never thought you would? Are you, you Catholic? <laughs> oh, skunk dick Thomas the Ham Hammer. Good call. Uh, my candidate, the next candidate, uh, is Evangelist Benny Hinn. Has he ever been a skunk dick candidate? I can't remember. It's been so long. Benny Benny Hinn? I love that guy's show in like the 70s and 80s. Yeah. The, that guy's hilarious. I think he's patented that helmet oh, wait, no. that he's got. Wait, you're talking about Benny no, Hill? sorry. I was thinking of Benny, Benny Hill, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Clearly. He, must, he, must, he must be doing it every week. Must be. What else you got? Well, Chuck, uh, when Jesus comes back, and he will, uh, what do you think he'll be carrying? <laughs> My guess is a pastrami on rye. Oh, that sounds delicious. Um, I was going to say a basket of goodies, which could be a pastrami on rye. I was going to say, if you're uh, resurrected from the grave, the first thing you want is some food. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, like somebody give me a sandwich. Yes, um. <laughs> he's pissed off this time. What's why? What's he's bringing? He's not bringing a pastrami. He wasn't. If you don't have one, Matt, go get one. Get an AR-15 right now. It's I, biblical. I'm going. It's biblical. Just said, sell, sell your cloak and get yourself a fucking assault rifle <laughs> with an extended magazine clip. You know they still have swords. He could still come back with a sword. You remember when Peter shot off that guy's ear with an assault rifle? Uh, yeah, but it was only a semi-auto. So that's why he stopped at the ear. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's feed that into the uh, computer. I'm going to go with Clive and Bundy. Clive and Bundy. <laughs> That's because we haven't heard anything from him recently in the news. I kind of miss that racist bastard. Oh, what if he, what if he, uh, what if he wins? That'd be great. Um, I, I like the guy that attacks the skateboarders. Cause that's, that's one of my fantasies. Just gonna go after those kids. <laughs> Attacking teenage skateboarders. <laughs> Careful, you'll shake some weed loose. <laughs> oh, it's like a pinata. Then we gather it all up. The computer says Ken Ham. Jesus Christ, what? this fucker has been on uh, Skunk Kick no. Week a lot. A no. Lot. No What's ham. What's his jersey number, man? What is his jersey number? We're going to have to retire this shit. <laughs> How about endogenous retroviruses? I'm sticking pretty much. Well, I've got two molecular, actually three, right? Because you're doing the chromosomes. Yeah. And- so we got three molecular evidences. And then one fossil and one, because it's irreligiosity, one yeah. penis-related evidence. Excellent. Let's start with endogenous retroviruses. So those are the retrovices, retro, retrovices? retroviruses that are kind of like they're not male, they're not female. They're kind of like both. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. That's androgynous retrovices. Never mind. I was thinking of something else. My God, it's so late. It's so late. I found that funny.
unlike chromosomes, yeah. this is actually interesting information. <laughs> hey, I love the chromosome. Anyway. Um, the male duck normally keeps his penis inside out in a sack inside its body. Yeah, same as me. Yeah. When a duck female gets raped, her body has ways of shutting down that process. She can shut it down. Oh, see, that's what he was talking about. That's what he was talking about. Was, ducks. Right, he's talking about ducks. Hello and welcome to this episode of Irreligiosity 2.0, the one true podcast, and the only podcast that is not afraid to say, God is good. All the time. And all the time? God is good. Oh my God. That yes. still gets me. <laughs> I've watched that movie I don't know how many times. Now, I'll tell you why this is my favorite scene. It's because when he first walks in, he tells the, the waiter, he goes, bring us a bottle of your finest champagne. Then he breaks up with her, and he leaves. The waiter brings the champagne to the table. She's got cancer. Now she's stuck with a check. <laughs> she's stuck with a bill. And the guy just got promoted. Oh, yeah. He is, um, he's like an evil genius, I think. I think so. He's by far my favorite character in the film. Oh, yeah. Skunk dick. Go for it. It's Kirk Cameron. Oh, my God. He He's wins. Christmas. He you don't wins. even have to go any further. He fucking wins. Kirk Cameron is the skunk dick of the week. So you'll find this on the podcast, but these Christian movies are making money, which means they're starting to make more of them. Is that the podcat? The podcat. Sorry about that. Wow. <laughs> podcat. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's not based on any pagan right. uh, <laughs> celebration he's, at all. He's going to explain the presence of the tree, right? In terms that did not reference Saturnalia. No. The tree, I believe, came from Jesus' bush. It was it was mighty. Jesus' burning bush. <laughs> if only they had antibiotics back then, he might not have had to die for our sins. I got uh, James Dobson. I don't know if you realize, uh, I mean, if you've heard his name before. Um, sounds a little bit Vaguely familiar. familiar? Uh, somebody... Like the focus on the family bullshit? Isn't that what he's related with? Uh, that's it. Isn't he the head of the Catholic Church of America? I don't know what he's yelling. What is a superstructure of culture? A superstru <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Superstructure of culture. That's it. We're going back to beyond the Stone Age, Matt. We're going to be apes again. I guess so. We're Does that mean we have to barter or something? Like <laughs> No language. I How do I get nothing. food? No, nothing? No Christian movies. Nothing. Well, so there's a there's an upside. No, <laughs> no vestige of culture. Goodbye, culture. One percent of our population is doing something we don't like. Maybe it's three percent. But that's what these Christians do. They like to borrow jargon from science to oh yeah to, to make it seem like they're intelligent. Right. Chuck, you might think the Fremont culture of that existed in parts of Utah disappeared because of drought, but it's gay marriage. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Kirk Cameron. You're going with Kirk vote. Cameron? I, I don't know if we've ever given him a, a skunk dick before, so I, I'm voting for him twice. Oh, I'd like to vote for Kirk Cameron. But Dobson's hit me right in my anthropology degree again with culture. <laughs> go with Dobson. You, then your anthropology degree should tell you that he's right. Every <laughs> known culture, Sumer, Hittite I'm, culture. 
I'm doing it because he's right, and I hate him for it. <laughs> I hate him because he's, he's taking so everything right. for me. <laughs> Dobson, David, Cha- I've never heard of this guy. Mark David Chapman. David Chapman. You remember if you were of an age, John Lennon and you. You know the Beatles, Chuck, right? The who? Beatles. The Beatles. They were big back in the day. Like the Volkswagens. The Volkswagen. The Beatles. I've never heard of this guy before. Mark How David can he Chapman. win if I've never heard of him before? <laughs> because first of all, he killed John Lennon. Who? So John, he's in the Beatles. Pay attention. Come on, double fantasy. He's got a ministry that apparently is 100% consists of him passing out chick tracks. <laughs> God's Not Dead, starring... Kevin Hercules Sorbo, Dean Superman Kane, Pastor, Pastor Dave, Dave, Token Black Sidekick, Some Stupid Guy, Angry Girlfriend, Liberal Blogger, and Duck Commander Willie, Duck Commander Robertson. That was the most important, I think. (laughs) With that? The Willie Robertson. Hey, there's someone else here, Chuck. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We haven't mentioned it. (laughs) He's not allowed to talk until we introduce him. Jesus. Oh, shit. Ladies and (laughs) gentlemen. We have Noah here, uh, who's most famous, I believe, uh, for being... uh, Were you actually sued, or was it just threatened? Threatened. I was just threatened. Yeah, it was a a letter, and I think they sent the letter to my old address, so there's some guy a couple blocks away wondering why he's getting all these letters. (laughs) From... The famous Kirk Hastings. Yes. He is a goddamn philosophy professor, Matt. <laughs> he should know. And he says it, the difference between theos, belief, and gnosis, knowledge, but he then doesn't understand it. <laughs> Wait. He What's throws theism? this totally away. He gives the Greek definitions of the terms, which would give you the definition of atheism and agnostic. And then he just ignores it and says, there is no God as atheism, <laughs> and if you doubt, you're agnostic. <laughs> Well, I'm going to ruin the movie for everybody. This professor's an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, God is good. And the other guy goes, all the time. All the time. And all the time. time, God is good. good. That is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. What's a theist? Okay, so so what the fuck is an unmade god? <laughs> I love it. So Dawkins says, you know, well, you know, if you say God created the universe, we say who created God. Oh, no, you see, God was not created. He was never made. <laughs> that only makes sense if we believe in a God who was created, and we don't. So there you go. <laughs> Problem so solved. Oh. She starts listening to Franklin Graham, like all Muslim teenagers do. But before that, <laughs> she was listening to Newsboys. Yeah. Wait, was she? <laughs> yes. Ah. Equally damning. She switches over to Franklin Graham. Now, this was the most believable part of the movie to me. She instantly falls asleep. Well, we're back. Bitches. And we're going to do something today. That is the order in which we go. First we do skunk, we do intro, then we do skunk takes, and then we do some crap that nobody listens to. And then we right, do a thing got... at the end. <laughs> Pat fucking Robertson. Everybody's favorite. I love this guy. 
this the case um, involves the parents of a Buddhist student in Louisiana. Of oh. all places, how could this happen in Louisiana? I would have said Texas. <laughs> Paragon of progressive values. Well, Bobby uh, Jindal, you know, he's strong in education. <laughs> He's Bob a, Frey uh, being, uh, you know, microbiologist, right? Probably. Famed, famed microbiologist Bob Frey. He might also be a, Republic, uh, a, Republic, a Republican <laughs> running for the Minnesota House of Representatives. Oh, good. A politician is going <laughs> to tell me the science behind the transfer of HIV. Yeah. Well, he's worried about the economic cost of sodomy. Okay, Chuck? He's not against the gays. He probably loves them. Well, you know, I guess he has to pay for his sodomy. Yeah, well. Very there's expensive. A, there's a cost to do it. To, there's a cost to sodomy. Runaway, runaway inflation uh, in, you know, with current day sodomy. Well, it has to do with the way sperm burns our anal cavities. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the theory. I want to hear this, Matt. All right. Enlighten me. So Frey's theory is that sperm extrude a burning enzyme. That is only neutralized when the sperm meets an egg. When a yep. sperm are just running around loose in somebody's ass, they burn everything and then AIDS. You see? Sperm, <laughs> sperm, acid, ass, AIDS. It's uh, it, no, that's, that's epistemology, right? Is that, what, that is, is that how you say undeniable. it? <laughs> I mean, let me quote him directly from this article. It's more about sodomy than about pigeonholing a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> People. They, nice, they never nice, think about it when they speak. Nice choice of words. When you have an egg and a sperm that meet in conception, there's an enzyme in the front. It's in the front, Matt, ah, that burns through the egg. Sense. The enzyme burns through so the DNA can enter the egg. But when the sperm is deposited anally, it's the enzyme that causes the immune system to fail. That's why the term is AIDS, acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. I'm, I have to go with AIDS causing sperm acid. I, I just can't give that up. No, no, Matt, you've got it backwards. Sperm causing AIDS acid? Sperm no. acid causing AIDS. It's the burning, burnination that causes it. Oh, the burnination. Because as we all know, the immune system is located in the rectum. Yes. Oh, well, then I'm, that's it. That's my vote. Well, uh, let's plug that in the computer then. Hello and welcome to this episode of Irreligiosity 2.0, the One True Podcast, and the only podcast that has organized itself into a closely held corporation whose sincere religious belief is in flaccid penises. So we do not cover Viagra. What? Now what am I going to do? You heard me. Damn it. You and your erect penis. <laughs> Offend me. I... All dicked up and skunk them. Well, I got one. No, you don't. It's a lie. This is a, this is a recent one. Monday, oh. August 11th. That's pretty recent. That is recent. That's like contemporary or something. Matt, there's a <laughs> Texas family uh, that was uh, angry that the state wanted to investigate their homeschooling curriculum. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. <laughs> they sued, claiming that uh, you know they, they're infringing their religious freedoms. To uh, I apparently fuck their children over their children's future. Yes. Well, is this family a closely held corporation? <laughs> no, so they're not <laughs> protected. Oh, they're <laughs> fucked. They were decided against. 
<laughs> it would have helped them greatly. It would help their cause greatly if they were a closely held corporation. Right. Unfortunately, think... <laughs> they're actual human beings. So their sincerely held religious beliefs aren't going to save them. No matter. <laughs> Uh, so it was claimed that the McIntyre children did little schoolwork, right? Mm. One of the children said they didn't need to do any schoolwork because they were going to get raptured. <laughs> What's the point? I would have loved to have been there for that. <laughs> What's the point? Another of them, uh, the children tried to run away so that she could attend school. And when that happened, the parents refused to provide the school district with any information about their, their so-called education at home. Oh, boy. I bet, hey, you think they got their immunization records? <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain of it. Uh, so the court rejected their uh, claim, uh, their First Amendment free exercise of religion claim. In Texas? <laughs> In Texas. Oh, boy. They, they... All dicked up and skunk them. Uh, so it was claimed that the McIntyre children did little schoolwork, right? Mm. One of the children said they didn't need to do any schoolwork because they were going to get raptured. <laughs> What's the point? I would have loved to have been there for that. <laughs> What's the point? Another of them, uh, the children tried to run away so that she could attend school. And when that happened, the parents refused to provide the school district with any information about their, their so-called education at home. Oh, boy. I bet, hey, you think they got their immunization records? <laughs> I'm certain of it. I've got two. First of all, if you're from Utah, or even if you're not, maybe you read the uh, John Krakauer book, uh, Under the Banner of Heaven, uh, you've learned about the Lafferty brothers who went to jail for murdering their sister-in-law and her baby, and uh, probably some other stuff. They're kind of like those uh, those strict constitutionalists, right, that... Matt, was this a religiously motivated crime? I'm sure it wasn't. Oh, no, it probably was. I mean, uh, Lafferty was supposedly a prophet, right? He was, God was speaking to him. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't, isn't the government infringing on his religious freedoms by <laughs> not allowing him to murder yeah. uh, women and small children? Exactly. I'm sure he'll be getting out in a 5-4 decision any day now. <laughs> But he wrote a letter. Currently, he's in the uh, he's in prison in Utah. He wrote a letter. He's going to tell you how it's going to go. He doesn't need your Supreme Court, Chuck. They're probably they're probably in violation of themselves anyway. Guilty of capital treason. It sounds reasonable. Um, yeah. So he says one day at noon. Oh no, he's waiting for a signal from God so to know when he should break out of jail, right? So one day at noon, a full moon will overtake the sky and shine until 9 p.m. Got that? <laughs> because at noon is when the full moon comes out. That shall be your sign. That shall be your sign. Um, he, he will also take a select few cohorts, the best of the best, from the Utah State Prison System. Oh, the cream of the crop. Yes. <laughs> the elite prisoners. Now, if you broke out of jail under the direction of God, where would you go? Uh, straight to Mount Olympus, I think. Salem, Utah. <laughs> Salem, Utah is where God will tell you to go. He's telling these people once he breaks out, he's going to Salem, Utah? He's telling them where he's going to go. Because once he breaks out, 
prison officials will, quote, undoubtedly panic. They, well, they might, uh, you know, especially if there's a full moon at noon. Well, he's on death row, <laughs> isn't he? He's awaiting execution. Yeah, but he's going to get out. He's, he's telling us. I'd he's panic gone. if a death row inmate uh, escaped under my watch. And, and of course, since the word is out that he's living out in the open in Salem, they'll send SWAT, they'll send choppers, snipers, the FBI, and anyone else with guns. Matt, I'm <laughs> sensing a rapture scenario coming. It's the opposite of a rapture scenario. He's staying. Um, <laughs> he's saying it's going to play out just like the Waco uh, standoff in Texas, if you remember that. Which oh, yeah. It did not end well. Um, so but, he's, yeah. He, so he's escaped from prison and predicting his own death by SWAT team? No, this time he says Johnny Law will be no match for his heavenly firepower. <laughs> Man, I haven't heard the term Johnny Law since uh, last time I watched a 50s gangster movie. Johnny Law. You can't catch me, Johnny Law! Oh. After a day or two, all those gathered near Salem with bad intentions will be consumed by the fire that I will call down from heaven, like Elijah in the Old Testament. Yes. Yes. Or was it Elisha? I don't You can't tell those two. I can't keep them straight. After that, no one will fuck with us. I love <laughs> <laughs> Thus saith the Lord. <laughs> uh, after the fire is called down, Lafferty says he'll work to prepare for the second coming, but not as king. Oh, no, Chuck. He will not be king. He will be sheriff. <laughs> He's, he, wants, he wants to be sheriff. Yeah, it's just like George Washington, right? He's like, I will not become king of this new country. I'd rather be the sheriff. <laughs> sheriff. Well, uh, that guy's not crazy at all. Good luck. No, there's no crazy there. What else you got? Oh, I've got more. That's a pretty good one. That is a pretty good one. If only he wasn't a murdering bastard, he'd be kind of a funny guy. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, so, so far we've got, uh... A crazy religious family, the impotent ravings of a religious lunatic. <laughs> what else you got? I've got Ebola. Ebola. I don't. I don't have, you have Ebola. Ebola? <laughs> I knew Ebola. it was a mistake to bring those doctors back to the United States. What's happened? Actually, it was a good idea, according to Rick Wiles, host of True News, okay. and also fervent end of the world predictor. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that entail at least one? Failed prediction? Yeah, I guess so. I guess, well, maybe not. It's really just a side, a side job, you know? Yeah. It's his uh, avocation. Yeah. Well, he is welcoming the arrival of Ebola patients into the U.S. Why? Because it's a plague, Chuck. And it's going to solve our country's biggest problems, like the deficit. And uh, <laughs> how is a plague going to solve any problems? Border crisis. <laughs> well, it's going to wipe out um, abortions, homosexuality, promiscuity, atheism, godlessness, pornography. Wait, not pornography. That is one of the most selective plagues in the history of mankind. <laughs> it's going. It's only going to pick those things. It's a virus that goes. Psst, do you believe in God? Uh, well, it's got a list of questions, apparently. Yeah. Do you believe in God? Yes. Uh, are you homosexual? No. Uh, are you promiscuous? No. Do you view pornography? Yes. Aha! Uh, Fuck you! 
Anyway, this Ebola, Ebola? That's, that's the new shorthand for Ebola epidemic. This Ebola epidemic could become a global pandemic, and that's another name for plague, Wiles said, educating us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the uh, synonym. What? Rick Thesaurus Wiles, I think he's known as. Um, it may be the he's, great... He's a fervent end-of-the-world predictor and part-time thesaurus. Right. He also uh, believes in the coming of the great attitude adjustment, which I think would <laughs> make a great plot in a, in a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy novel. Anyway, if Ebola becomes a global plague, you better make sure the blood of, Je- the blood of Jesus is upon you. It has to be on you, Chuck. That's disgusting. It does. It sounds like you're inviting more plagues. Also, you better make sure you've been marked by angels so you are protected by God. So, well, How do you do that? I don't know, but you've got to get the blood of Jesus on you. You have to be marked by angels. And if you don't do this, quote, you may be a candidate to meet the Grim Reaper. Another fairy tale. <laughs> Said Johnny Law. <laughs> Um, also, he thinks that President Obama could spread the Ebola, the Ebola vac- uh, virus via vaccine so that he could declare martial art. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's... So you get the anti-vaxxers, the anti-Obama people in there, too. I mean, it's very inclusive, this idea of his. It's a big tent. Yeah. Uh, that's what I got. Well, uh, that's it. I'm going to vote for uh, this Ebola guy. Oh, Ebola guy. I do like Ebola guy. He thinks he could end atheism, homosexuality, sexual promiscuity, pornography, and abortion. Uh, Somehow a plague will uh, do all that. I'm going to vote for Dan Lafferty. He's been around so long, I think he needs to win. (laughs) All right, let's feed this into the computer. Okay. And see what we got. Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson wins it. No, who is it? No. no. It's not Pat Robertson, Matt. It's uh, a CEO of a Baptist Center who was fired after arrest for arranging dog sex encounter on Craigslist. What? What's wrong with that? That's, isn't that what Craigslist is for? Matt, um, <laughs> it's his religious freedom. Yes. To fuck dogs. It is a sincerely held belief. What kind of... What breed do you think he likes? <laughs> the president and CEO of a Missouri Baptist Conference Center is out of a job after a sheriff's cyber crimes task force arrested him for allegedly arranging to have sex with a dog after posting an ad on Craigslist. <laughs> How do you? What section of Craigslist? <laughs> Probably. Men, men seeking dogs. <laughs> How does a dog get on Craigslist to hook up with a pastor? <laughs> I love this that they have these undercover <laughs> undercover officers. Uh, Gerald Jerry Hill, 56, of Camden County, was arrested August 5th after setting up a meeting with an undercover officer for the purpose of having sex with a dog. Uh, I want to read these emails. I want to <laughs> read these undercover emails. I'd like to do it with your dog. That can be arranged. So their office received a tip that someone was seeking sex with a dog or other type of animal which she did not specify on Craigslist. Wait, a dog or another unspecified, unspecified animal? <laughs> Seeking dog or similar. <laughs> no fat chicks. Undercover officer 
or exchanged emails with Hill offering a dog for sex. Hey, I got a dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Subsequently, Hill was taken into custody in Columbia, Missouri, when he arrived anticipating a sexual tryst. Don't they film that shit, like, in 2020? <laughs> <laughs> How to catch. Hey, you're not a dog. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes. Uh, you've learned about the Lafferty brothers who went to jail for murdering their sister-in-law and her baby. And uh, probably some other stuff. They're kind of like those uh, those strict constitutionalists, right? That, Matt, that was this a religiously motivated crime? I'm sure it wasn't. Oh, no, it probably was. I mean... Uh... Lafferty was supposedly a prophet, right? He was God was speaking to him. Yeah, yeah. So well, doesn't isn't the government infringing on his religious freedoms by <laughs> not allowing him to murder yeah. uh, women and small children? Exactly. I'm sure he'll be getting out in a five four decision any day now. <laughs> um, he he will also take a select few cohorts. The best of the best from the Utah State Prison System. Oh, the cream of the crop. (laughs) The elite prisoners. Now, if you broke out of jail under the direction of God, where would you go? Uh, Straight to Mount Olympus, I think. Salem, Utah. (laughs) Salem, Utah is where God would tell you to go. He's telling these people once he breaks out, he's going to Salem, Utah? He's telling them where he's going to go because once he breaks out, prison officials will, quote, undoubtedly panic. They, well, they might, uh, you know, especially if there's a full moon at noon. Well, he's on death row, <laughs> isn't he? He's awaiting execution. Yeah, but he's going to get out. Johnny Law will be no match for his heavenly firepower. <laughs> Man, I haven't heard the term Johnny Law since uh, last time I watched a 50s gangster movie. Johnny Law. You can't catch me, Johnny Law! Oh. If only he wasn't a murdering bastard, he'd be kind of a funny guy. What's happened? Actually, it was a good idea, according to Rick Wiles, host of True News, and also fervent end-of-the-world predictor. (laughs) Doesn't that entail at least one failed prediction? Well, he is welcoming the arrival of Bola patients into the S. Why? Because it's a plague, Chuck. And it's going to solve our country's biggest problems, like the deficit. And uh, <laughs> How is a plague going to solve any problems? Border crisis. <laughs> well, it's going to wipe out... Um, Abortions, homosexuality, promiscuity, atheism, godlessness, pornography. Wait, not pornography. That is one of the most selective plagues in the history of mankind. (laughs) Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson wins it. No, who is it? No. No. It's not Pat Robertson, Matt. It's... uh, a CEO of a Baptist Center who was fired after arrest for arranging dog sex encounter on Craigslist. What? What's wrong with that? That's isn't that what Craigslist is for? Matt, um, <laughs> it's his religious freedom. Yes. To fuck dogs it is a sincerely held belief. What kind of? What breed do you think he likes? 
The president. I like to do it with your dog. So their office received a tip that someone was seeking sex with a dog or other type of animal, which she did not specify on Craigslist. Wait, a dog or another unspecified, unspecified animal? animal. <laughs> <laughs> seeking dog or similar. No fat chicks. Undercover officer... Or exchanged emails with Hill offering a dog for sex. Hey, I got a dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Subsequently, Hill was taken into custody in Columbia, Missouri, when he arrived anticipating a sexual tryst. Don't they film that shit, like, on 2020? <laughs> <laughs> How to catch. Hey, you're not a dog. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And it was signed into law by none other than that rat bastard, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Clinton! Fuck you, Clinton. You've screwed me again. The... <laughs> I won't tell you about the first time. Some ...on the fucking religious beliefs of a corporation. Ah. I don't want to hurt the corporation's feelings, for God's sakes. Well, have you ever seen a corporation cry? Just sad. It's not, not pretty. What what is the solution then? If that's not the least restrictive uh, way of, of furthering this compelling government interest, pass it on. Pass it on. The most straightforward way of doing this would be for the government to assume the cost. Oh sure, you want the government to just step in and pay for your sex life? Says the court. <laughs> I don't. Okay, this this honestly, Matt, this is the decision. This is fucking written in there. So so let me get this straight. If Hobby Lobby, Hobby Lobby. the corporation, the religious corporation that it is, pays into uh, a third party, and from that money, that third party issues contraceptives. That is a substantial burden on its religious belief, right? Right. But doesn't Hobby Lobby pay taxes? So Hobby Lobby pays taxes to a third party, out of those taxes, small money is taken to give contraceptives to women. That does not substantially burden their religious beliefs. Oh what my. is the fucking difference? I see the next case for Hobby Lobby. Oh, sure. You want the government to just step in and pay for your sex life. So, so let me get this straight. If Hobby Lobby... The corporation, the religious corporation that it is, pays into uh, a third party, and from that money, that third party issues contraceptives. That is a substantial burden on its religious belief, right? Right. But doesn't Hobby Lobby pay taxes? So Hobby Lobby pays taxes to a third party. Out of those taxes, small money is taken to give contraceptives. To women. That does not substantially burden their religious beliefs. Oh what my. is the fucking difference? Look at Logan staring to the crystal ball. I mean, the least they could have done, Matt, was yes. to build a fucking time machine. <laughs> really held belief that uh, fucking women 
over as opposed to their contraceptives and, and not paying for their contraceptives? Well, is it sincerely held? I, I see that I'm going to have to really sit down, take some time, figure out what my sincerely held beliefs are to see what shit I can get out of it. <laughs> It is feisty. It's yeah. a feisty descent. And fiery. Fiery. Blistering. <laughs> Blistering. That's what happened when I touched it. It is, um... Hobby lobby. Hobby. Hobby lobby. Hobby. Hobby lobby. Hobby lobby. Hobby. Hobby lobby. Penis lobby. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Sometimes that, I get snacky when we're recording. Is that better? Is I that think better? it's better. Are you not Test- entertained? Testing. How's my levels? How's my levels? Uh, I've never complained about the audio quality, Matt, because I just never listen to the podcast. <laughs> I think recording once is plenty. <laughs> uh, I even I have a trouble listening to my squeaky voice. Me, me, me. Your your grating voice, <laughs> my grating, whiny voice. Uh, so this this episode we're going to do uh, what? Fucking um, um, I think we're just going to complain this episode because we. Sometimes that, I get snacky when we're recording. Is that better? Is I that think better? it's better. Are you not That's- entertained? Uh, I've never complained about the audio quality, Matt, because I just never listen to the podcast. I think <laughs> recording once is plenty. <laughs> So this this episode we're going to do uh, what? Fucking. Um... Um, I think we're just going to complain this episode. Junkdick candidate suspended St. Louis police officer who says, and I quote, "I'm into diversity. I kill everybody." <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it's so funny coming from someone who actually could kill everybody. And apparently does. Is legally authorized. Right. <laughs> I personally, so this guy's giving a talk against, I don't know, some like Oath Keeper organization. Uh, I personally believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but I'm also a killer, said Officer Dan Page, a 35-year veteran. Yes. <laughs> I've killed a lot, and if I need to, I'll kill a whole bunch more. If you don't want to get killed, don't show up in front of me. I have no Whoa. problems with it. God did not raise me to be a coward. Uh, I wonder if anybody got up and left right then. Like, holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm getting, get out. I bet I bet there are a bunch of amens. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen, brother. Bingo. It also, it reminds me of there was another police officer who wrote an editorial saying, you know, if you don't want to get tased or shot or pepper sprayed, just don't challenge me. Yeah, do what I say. Don't challenge my authority. Like fucking Cartman in the... <laughs> I got my authority. Do I die?
suspended St. Louis police officer who says, and I quote, I'm into diversity. I kill everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, whoo. Whoo. It's so funny coming from someone who actually could kill everybody. And apparently does. Is legally authorized. Right. <laughs> I personally, so this guy's giving a talk against, I don't know, some like Oath Keeper organization. Uh, I personally believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but I'm also a killer, said Officer Dan Page, a 35-year veteran. Yes. <laughs> I've killed a lot, and if I need to, I'll kill a whole bunch more. If you don't want to get killed, don't show up in front of me. I have no Whoa. problems with it. God did not raise me to be a coward. That's, also, it reminds me of, there was another police officer who wrote an editorial saying, you know, if you don't want to get tased or shot or pepper sprayed, just don't challenge me. Yeah, do what I say. Don't challenge my authority. Like fucking Cartman in the... <laughs> I got my authority. Authority. If you live through the encounter, you can always sue them later, you know. So just take Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Did you know that I was once arrested? <laughs> I, yes, I did, yes. Because <laughs> your I father remember was a lawyer. <laughs> I do remember that. I was arrested because I challenged, don't challenge police officers, they'll just, they'll just arrest you. I, I also might have called him an idiot. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, moving on. Again, uh, you're lucky you weren't shot. <laughs> well, I'm white. The so. fact that you were white <laughs> saved your life that day. Exactly. I've got a vagina. You do? I, I Well, somewhere. Um, <laughs> um, no, I don't have a vagina. No. Sometimes I wish I did. But uh, personally? Let's, let's not go into that, though. Um... You know when your vagina gets on TV, but you didn't agree to it? Yeah. So you're like, what the fuck? Get my vagina and my anus off TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you how many times that's happened. Or pay me $10 million. I, uh, or money. <laughs> or money. I will take either. <laughs> that will I, help <laughs> assuage my humiliation. There's a reality show called Dating Naked. Apparently they, they get together a couple people and they... They send them on a date and they're naked, see? I mean, that's essentially the premise, right? Right. They go on naked dates. And they're filmed naked. For, for, you know, future viewing by the public. And she's mad that some of her naked body got on TV. Good luck getting your anus and vagina off the internet. Yeah. Matt, our third candidate uh, for Skunk Dick of the Week is uh, Ben Carson. Ben who? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> Ben Carson's not the brightest legal mind. I'd put him on par uh, uh, with Samuel Alito. Uh, <laughs> he he says that the First Amendment, the, the title of, of the article is Atheist Absurdities. Ah. So we're, we're treated to a bunch of uh, atheist, quote, absurdities in the article itself. The so it's going to be a bunch of, like, good atheist jokes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right, I love a good atheist joke. Quote, fallacies. Fallacies. Atheists. <laughs> uh, First Amendment guarantees freedom of religion, not from it, you see. Oh, I always got that mixed up. Yeah, many people in this country were shocked when the U.S. Navy recently announced the removal of all Bibles from military hotels under their control. Yes. I was shocked. I was so shocked, I just heard about it. I couldn't believe that actually happened. Right. I was pleasantly shocked. I couldn't believe that I 
didn't hear about this at all, along with all the other shocked people wandering the streets. Yeah, it made essentially no news whatsoever. <laughs> no, nobody was shocked. Nobody cared. The surprise is not the hypocritical stance of the Freedom from Religion Foundation. Oh, that well-known atheist group? Yes. <laughs> but rather, the fact that an established bulwark of American strength and patriotism caved to a self-serving group of religious fanatics. Wait a second. That previous sentence seems out of place. <laughs> religious. Ben Carson's not the brightest legal mind. I'd put him on par uh, uh, with Samuel Alito. <laughs> he, he says that the First Amendment, the, the title of, of the article is Atheist Absurdities. Ah. So we're, we're treated to a bunch of uh, atheist, quote, absurdities in the article itself. The so it's going to be a bunch of, like, good atheist jokes. Yeah. Like, all right, I love a good atheist joke. Yes. I was shocked. I was so shocked, I just heard about it. I couldn't believe that actually happened. Right. I was pleasantly shocked. I couldn't believe that I didn't hear about this. The fact that an established bulwark of American strength and patriotism caved to a self-serving group of religious fanatics. Wait a second. That previous sentence seems out of place. Yeah. <laughs> ben Carson's good, but then there's a vagina, and I like to promote vaginas. I'm voting for vaginas. Yeah, 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 yeah